friend. Blink. This is Mountain Hippie Radio. Welcome to Hippie Church. I'm your host, Allie Wags. Thanks for being here. How are you? Where are you? Who are you? What is it like to be you right now? What does it feel like to be you? When we're feeling something, it is difficult to think. And really, that distinction, that pendulum, that teeter-totter for me in my life has been feeling on one side and thinking on the other. And sort of the more that I do one, the other one sort of changes and shifts. And the more that then I do another, it sort of goes back and forth, like a teeter-totter or a pendulum or anything where two things are sort of on either sides of a balancing point. And what I love about feeling is that you don't have to think about it. You can just feel things in your body, sensations in your body um, are just sensations to be felt, a tightness in the chest, not a pathology or an illness, a disorder. There's no story attached to a sensation. It's just a sensation. And as we know from having had human bodies for a considerable amount of time, sensations pass. Sensations pass if we allow ourselves to feel them fully and leave space for them to release. It really is just that simple. And most of my life up until this point has involved vaulting the thinking mind above all else. Everything that I have been praised um, for doing and my life has, has centered around the capacity of my human brain. And what's interesting is that I am discovering the more that I find and feel into space for feeling, the more I experience what it's like to have that powerful thinking brain plugged in to a charger filled up with gas, my connection with my highest self, with that part of me that's connected to all things, that connection for me has come through feeling. It has not come through thinking. Sure, I engage my mind and I listen to teachers that I respect and I am curious about learning more in the world, I'm still using my thinking mind, but I'm leaning more into feeling. And usually for me, that looks like meditation. It looks like 
smoking a joint and looking at the clouds in the sky. It looks like laying on the couch and snuggling my dogs for no apparent reason. Because in these moments where I'm feeling, I'm feeling what the dog fur feels like. I'm smelling what the dog fur smells like. When I'm engaged in my physical senses, I am lubricating that connection between me and my highest self. Because the way that we communicate with our highest self is through vibration. And the way that we process vibration, the way that we experience vibration in a human body is through our senses and through our emotions. So when I am feeling what it feels like to get into my bed underneath the electric blanket on a cold, cold winter night, when I allow that sensation to sort of wash over me, when I feel fully and completely involved in that sensation one I'm not thinking stupid things you know those things that are on repeat in our minds I'm not being remembered of that thing that I have to do I'm present I'm here I am allowing this energy to experience what it's like to be in a physical human body right now so me sitting at this desk You sitting in your car, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, it's an opportunity for you to feel what it feels like to lubricate that connection between you and you. Because the connection in and of itself is amazing. There is an ease, a relaxation, a satisfaction, a... uh, Everything is perfect in this moment. There's no need to fixate on anything else sensation when you feel that connection. So the connection in and of itself is desirable, but then you open yourself up to the opportunity for source energy to be in your body, living your life. And how does that change the way that you view the world? How does that change the way that you experience the world? And yes, it has the added benefit of calming your mind. And if you're, if you're feeling you're, it, you're not thinking, those are great too. And I just feel the need to talk about this because I'm sort of over it. Like I'm over the busy, 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 doing all of the things sort of vibe that a lot of folks have going on. And it's not to say that if you're busy that you're disconnected. That's not what it is. But a lot of people fill their days with a lot of things to avoid feeling. To avoid stillness. To avoid the one thing that we're all craving. The reason you want to buy that car or date that woman or have that pile of money is because you want to feel what it feels like to be connected. That's it. You think that when you get that money, you're going to feel like a million bucks. But you can feel like a million bucks right now and it doesn't cost a million bucks. If you start to explore 
your senses and really focus on them, particularly the ones that feel good. So we're sifting and we're sorting between desirable sensations and less desirable ones. And we're tuning ourselves to the sensations that feel good. Because what happens is once we start tuning our tuner, once we start paying attention to all that's around us right now that feels yummy and luxurious and delicious and fantastic and spectacular and just plain cool. When we focus on those sensations, they start to build on each other. Momentum starts to build. The connection between you and you starts to get stronger so that you can start to listen when fun ideas pop up or suggestions for places to go. Little hints from your highest self, from your inner being as to what would feel good right now. What's a step that you can take right now to get to wherever it is that you want to go? And more importantly, how can you enjoy the shit out of your way from here to there? Because if we're always leaning into paying attention to those positive sensations in our lives, they start to build. And then pretty soon we are having the most fun on our way to that thing that we think that they that thing that we think that we want When in reality, the experience of leveling up from where we are now to where we want to be, that sensation, that journey, that being in a position right here, right now, and knowing fundamentally how different you are, how you used to worry about that thing, and now that thing absolutely doesn't bother you at all, or you are living in a house with a man with whom you couldn't possibly have ever dreamed would be possible. It is that perfect. And I think that it's really important to acknowledge that I've lost my train of thought, but it's okay. It's no big deal. We're talking about senses. We're talking about feeling. Oh, the other thing that you feel, we're just going to hop back on the train. Not sure if it was at the same station. Doesn't matter. The other way that we experience our connection to source energy, to our highest self is through feeling, but it's through feeling our emotions. And we've talked about this before on the show, the site of where we process our emotions is in our solar plexus. And that's pretty much just above your belly button, below your ribs, in between your belly button and your ribs. It's sort of underneath by your diaphragm. And if you close your eyes just for a second, if it's safe to do so, and direct your attention down below your ribs and see what's there. What sensations are there? There's no need to explain or justify, but just feel them as sensations. What does it feel like? I've got a decent amount of space in my solar plexus, but there are still a couple of little knots. And so I feel into them and I notice the knots, but I also notice that spaciousness. 
I notice a place in my solar plexus where it feels satisfying. It sort of feels a little fuzzy, a little light. And when I take a big deep breath, I feel that area sort of fill with possibilities. There's something about it that feels expectant when I take a big breath in. And so what are you feeling in your solar plexus? What do you feel right there? And notice it and accept it and trust that it is there for a reason trying to tell you something. You can open your eyes now. And what I mean by it's trying to tell you something is that your emotions are essentially step-by-step GPS directions from where you are to where you want to be. Regardless of where you are and regardless of where you want to be, regardless of how many times you take a detour, regardless of how many times you take a U-turn and you go 50 miles in the opposite direction, those emotions are that GPS system with a very proper English accent that notifies you that we're recalculating. If you take a wrong turn and you say something shitty to somebody and you don't really mean it, recalculate. How can we get back on track? And the reason that this is such a good sort of navigational system is because it gives you an indication of how aligned you are right now with source energy. It is your direct minute by minute, second by second, hour by hour connection to how well you're doing. If you feel light and joyful and fun and playful and happy and joyous and silly and ridiculous in the best use of that term, if you feel those things, you are very closely aligned with source, with how it feels about you, how it feels about the situation you're in, how it feels about those around you. And if you're in a situation where you don't feel so good, you're feeling frustrated, you're feeling confused, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling annoyed, these are indications that you're out of sync with you. It is not an indication that anything around you is necessarily right or wrong. What it means is that you are viewing this situation, you are experiencing this situation in a way that's different from source, period. And the problem with source is that source is always loving, source is always understanding, source is always compassionate. Yes, even when they're hungry. And so a lot of us, I think, feel reluctant to sit with our emotions, right? That's part of the reason that we fill up our days with all sorts of stuff. We feel reluctant because the emotions feel all-consuming. And part of that is because they are. Because we've allowed a lot of momentum to build up and... Now these 
experiences are full-fledged, bright, shiny in our faces. Here is an example of what you've got going on vibrationally. That's all all our world is, is a reflection of the transmission that we're emitting out. Our vibrational transmission is a collection of everything that we think, feel, and quote unquote, know. So all of our old beliefs, our old stories, they change how our frequency sounds. They change the transmission of what we're sending out to the world. And in turn, we are getting what we are putting out. So when we're talking about these emotions, when we're in circumstances where uncomfortable emotions are arising, what do we do? Well, One, you should know that the reason you are feeling crappy right now is not because that guy's an asshole, but because you're thinking something about this situation that is wrong. It is off. It isn't right. And I get it. I get it. I know he did that thing and blah, 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 blah. That's not what we're talking about. Because here's the thing. We do things all the time that source energy would be like, nah, don't know about that because we're human. We are out in the world. People say things, they trigger us. We respond sometimes in a manner that isn't always fully reflective of who we are. And source energy sees that. And source energy is like, eh, that's okay. I love you anyway. I'm going to hang out here, shining my bright light. And whenever you're done, you're fit. You can come back and we can feel good together. And for some of us, for things that have mattered to us for a long time, and we've gotten ourselves all twisted up in our stories about about things, and essentially we've blocked ourselves from getting the thing that we want because we have beliefs that stand in the way of the thing that they want, that we want. So we're calling all this energy to us. I want this thing, I want this thing, I want this thing, but that thing doesn't grow on trees or that thing only happens when you're 25 years old or that thing only wants a tight ass and I don't have one of those. And so we're in this tug of war where there is part of us, the source energy part, the part that believes that everything is possible, that part is like, oh my gosh, hell yes, let's do this thing. And then there's the part of us who, through the course of being in our human bodies, have learned or been taught things that don't necessarily serve, that are in odds with that desire. And so, of course, we don't want to sit with those emotions because, one, they're painful because they're wrong. They're painful. And also part of it is that when something gets triggered in you, it's very difficult to fix it in that moment. It's hard because you're in the shit, right? The the guy said the thing to your face once again, and now it's really, really hard to feel that connection to source. So what do we do? Well, 
This has literally been the strategy that has radically changed my life. And I can't believe that it was this simple. Pay attention to something else. Yeah, ignore it. If something is difficult or challenging, direct your attention elsewhere. And what we do when we do that is we get out of that feedback loop. Because what happens is we all have our bugaboos. And our bugaboos, because we're admitting these bugaboos, and we're like, here, here are my bugaboos. Please bring me more bugaboos. These experiences are coming to us. And they're giving us an opportunity to make a different choice. We're having an opportunity minute by minute in these situations to make a different choice, to believe something differently, to direct our attention elsewhere, to do anything but anything but what we historically have done. We all have those habitual reactions to these kinds of things. And the way that we get out of that feedback loop is either to direct our attention elsewhere or it's to reframe whatever thought is making us feel bad. And I gotta say, the reworking thoughts is some tricky shit. It is some sticky business because I don't know about you, but my brain has been digging these grooves in the fibers of my brain and I have these habitual thought patterns and when I try to wrestle with myself it does feel like that it feels like wrestling you know there's part of me that's like rah, 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 this is why this is terrible and then the other part of me is trying to make me feel better and to a certain extent that helps a little bit but really honestly in those moments when I'm triggered in those moments where I feel like oh my gosh I can't believe this just happened to me Shiny object, squirrel, rabbit. I mean, literally, my dogs have no mental health problems whatsoever because they never focus on anything long enough to get all twisted up about it. And and I guess for me, that's why feeling has been so helpful in my healing journey because I can notice that I've got a thought in my mind. The sooner you notice it, the easier it is, by the way. I can notice it. Immediately notice it. Make myself aware of it. Direct my attention elsewhere. Typically, I like to focus on feeling something good inside my body in this moment. So it might be that electric blanket. It might be snuggling my dogs. It's something tactile and in this moment that I can direct my attention to. And when I do that, it doesn't always stop the thought. So this isn't one of these things that the first time you do it, you're going to be amazing at it. That's not how it works, or at least hasn't worked for me. But the next time that my brain sort of gets triggered, the experience of going back to center is far more gentle it's more minimal. I'm, I'm not, the rabbit hole has not dug down so far that I got to dig myself out. I'm pretty close to the surface. And I just feel the need to share this today. You don't have to fix yourself. You don't have to rewire your brain. You don't have to do 
anything but feel what it feels like to be source energy in this moment. Look around and see what source sees. And of course, this is easier to do earlier in the day. It's easier to do after meditation. It's easier to do right after an orgasm, right? There are things that we have in our lives that we know make it easier for us to quiet our mind and be present. What are those things for you? What are the ways in your life right now with the body you have, with the money you have right now, however you are, what are those things that you have in your life that help quiet your mind and be present? Do you knit? Do you ski? Do you take psychedelics? What is it for you? And then how can you start to incorporate more of this in your daily life, either by doing that thing that you like to do more often, finding another thing that you like to do that absorbs your time. I mean, oh, how amazing does that feel when you're so focused on something, so incredibly focused that hours pass by and you feel energized, rejuvenated, happy, satisfied. That is your birthright. That is my birthright. That is everyone's birthright to feel like that all of the time. And yes, it is slightly unrealistic to expect that all of the time because of the reality of us being in physical bodies and interacting with a world filled with contrast and variety. But there is certainly more bandwidth unused bandwidth in your day, in your week to feel like this and feel like this. Yes, because it undoes some of your stuff and makes your life easier, but feel like this because it fucking feels good to feel good. Why have we forgotten that? Why do we prioritize everything and anything over feeling good? I'm over it. I'm done. Feel good. Just because Can you make a commitment this week to carving out time for feeling, feeling satisfied, feeling happy, feeling fulfilled, feeling in this moment? Can you do something with your senses? Go for a swim, take a bike ride, look out the window. Can you do something this week that engages those physical senses? And can you allow yourself to solely be engaged on a physical level? Keep the noggin out of it. The noggin's got plenty other stuff to do. Tell it to take a break, take a hike, just take a breath. And then what about those emotions? How are your emotions. What is your emotional experience like these days? If it's great, keep doing it. Press on the gas, turn it up to 11, do whatever you need to do to keep your attention there. 
But if it's not, what can you do right now in this moment to choose something that's more satisfying? How can you feel slightly more satisfied now than you did a hot second ago? And if you're depressed and you're feeling angry right now, that is an improvement, right? What I love about using satisfaction as the goal in the moment is because it's relative. So if I'm having a really, really rough day and me reaching for satisfaction might be that I'm just, I'm just not crying for a few minutes. And those days don't happen few and far, you know, they, they don't happen that often. But when they do, don't expect yourself to, to jump to joy after you've been in despair for days. But can you find a little step toward joy? Can you take a little step toward something that feels slightly better in this moment? Can you turn off the outside world for a hot minute this week? Turn off your phone, turn off the TV, hide in the basement, and give yourself a minute or more. And value that time. Because I got to tell you, I have worked and grind and grind through my life, gritting my teeth, grinning and bearing it. And one, I've had, well, that's not entirely true. I was going to say I had no fun in the process. Not That's not entirely true. But it's been a difficult road. I feel like in a lot of ways, the last couple of months of me have been me taking off a really heavy backpack that I didn't realize that I was wearing. And part of that is getting comfortable with being, with feeling, with tapping into something that has no agenda, has no meaning. Can you do something this week that doesn't have a point, doesn't have a purpose, that's just fun, just because? As adults, we don't do things just because anymore. Well, just because is your connection to everything that you want. Doing things just because they feel good is the way that you're going to get all that shit on your to-do list accomplished. And I'm telling you this because I've lived it. And if you don't believe me, feel it for yourself. And if you don't want to try it, fine. But this, this thing that we're exploring together, this how do we step forward from where we've been. And I mean that on like an individual level, but also on a cultural level. We have been exploring yoga, meditation, Eastern traditions in the United States for several decades, certainly not as long as they have been exploring them. But in the States, we've been doing this for a couple of decades now. We know what it feels like to quiet our mind. We know that that's good for us. Now what? We've also experienced what it's like to 
struggle and, and, and try to do everything all on our own in this physical body. We know what that feels like. Why not merge these two? Why not have a dialogue going between us in our physical bodies and us as source energy? And I realize that sounds nutty. I do. And if it doesn't resonate, it's not for you. Not right now. And that's okay. But this is the thing that I geek out about. This is the thing that I'm obsessed about because in those moments when I can link me and my physical body to me with source energy, holy shit, so much fun, so exciting, so comforting, so stimulating, so grounding. All of these sort of seemingly disparate and different ideas balanced together. Balanced in my own particular special way just for me. I mean, the more that I tap into this energy, the more that I explore how I can create exactly the life that I want. Exactly. With all the weird shit that I like and all the details and all the nuances, I get to smush them all together and so do you. But if you are operating in this three-dimensional world without plugging your toaster in, without plugging your lamp in, without connecting to something higher, you are missing out. You are missing out. And if you've ever been curious about this stuff before, allow these words to be the sign you've been waiting for. Start to play. Start to be curious. Start to breathe more life into your life. That's where the the juice comes from. It doesn't come from us. That's why we're so fucking tired all of the time. Because we're pushing ourselves to do all of this stuff all by ourselves. That was a lot of that word repeated. My apologies. We, oh, I lost my train of thought. Damn it. I have learned not to make self-deprecating jokes at my own expense. We've been doing this all in our physical bodies, all by ourselves. And we're tired. And we're tired. And now we're ready for the next step. And the, and the next step does not involve you doing more. It involves you doing less. It does not involve you thinking more and planning more. It involves you feeling more, experiencing more. What is the word that I'm looking for? I'm making a gesture that I realize is unhelpful when you have a radio show. Balancing these two, integrating these two has a, an impact in the moment. It feels lovely, but it also has implications for you in your future and the world. When we are plugged in, when we are giving ourselves, when we are feeding ourselves what we need and we show up in a situation, we're going to make that situation better. We're not going to make it worse. When we give ourselves what we need, when we fill our tanks, when we have these fleeting moments throughout our day that, that give us a little wink, 
that we're not alone. When we have those things, we are not insecure. We are not worried about that thing that that guy said across the street. I don't care. Because that sensation of worthiness, of connection, of... uh, What is it? It's... It's wholeness. It's feeling integrated. When we have that experience of being integrated with our energy and our physical body, oh, how powerful we are. So allow me to encourage you to go forth into this day, into this week, and play around with this kind of stuff. When I was speaking, was there anything, did you get an idea to do something? Or did you want to call somebody? Did you just have to Google that one thing just right now? Whatever it is, lean into that. Be curious about it. Explore that and see what happens. Play with the idea of carving out some time throughout your week to be without agenda, without story, without a purpose, just to be. What did you like to do when you were a kid? Go outside and play. Listen to some music. Make something. Put away your phone and play with tactile things. Allow your fingers to touch things, your nose to smell things. Give yourself space to feel. This is how we start to feel integrated. This is how we start to feel whole. The path toward healing and wellness does not come from you giving yourself more shit to do. It comes from doing less and being more. That's our show for today. Until next time. This is Mountain Hippie Radio.